Welcome to Anchored in Milwaukee, the official FC Milwaukee Torrent podcast. This is the first episode, the inaugural voyage, if you will, and we are excited to have you here with us. We will be coming at you regularly with all things FC Milwaukee Torrent soccer. From the pitch at Hart Park straight to you, we'll have the latest news, but more importantly, bring you the stories behind the team. My name is Luke Neitzel. I'm going to be your guide as we navigate the waters of everything Torrent. We have a jam-packed show today. We're going to be talking all about the new branding for FC Milwaukee Torrent, which included a new crest, a new jersey, and an updated team name. But first, we wanted to give a sincere thank you to all of you listening. As this episode is released, it's just a couple days into 2021, and as we all know, 2020 was rough, and that's probably putting it mildly. We hope that all of you out there are safe, healthy, and optimistic about the new year. We're excited for the days when we can get together on pitches and bars and restaurants, and in the stands at Hard Park. The rebrand is one of the biggest news stories to come out of Torrent Land, but before we get to that, we wanted to give you some updates on some things player-wise going on with the team. Player signings were announced for both the men and women's team. First on the women's side, it was announced that two Torrent regulars would be returning to the team. Forward Jordan Raleigh will once again be putting on the blue. The forward has been with the team since the inaugural season in 2018 and also played college soccer with the University of Northern Iowa Panthers. Also returning to the women's team will be Captain Kelly Swenson. Swenson has also been there since the inaugural season and has been a staple of the Torrent and Milwaukee soccer for many years. Joining both Raleigh and Swenson on the Milwaukee Torrent women's team is newcomer Elsie Twombly. Twombly is from the Appleton area where she recently finished high school in Kimberly. The 5'10 forward is also committed to Marquette University where she'll suit up for the Golden Eagles. Not to be outdone, the men's team also added three signings. And like their counterparts, there is some returning players and a couple new faces joining the club. Leonardo Leo Arial was announced for the 2001 roster. The Argentine midfielder suffered an unfortunate injury in his first season with the club in 2019, but is back healthy and looking to be a focal point of the attack in 2021. Ariel has a new teammate in midfielder Ian Cerro. Cerro is a Colorado native that played for Switchbacks FC before playing professionally in Argentina. Keeping that Colorado theme, the last new signing for the FC Milwaukee Torrent is a midfielder Alex Fillion. Fillion has played in Germany and the United States and was a product of the Colorado Rapids Youth Academy. We look forward to seeing all these new players on the pitch for FC Milwaukee Torrent in 2021. The FC Milwaukee Torrent also announced that the men's team would be joining the Midwest region of the MPSL for 2021, more specifically the Great Lakes Conference. This brings us to the biggest news of the offseason. On November 14th, through a virtual presentation with fans, the Torrent unveiled a new crest two new jerseys, and a tweak to the team's name. The name is now officially FC Milwaukee Torrent. The crest features what is described as a German shape to reflect Milwaukee's German heritage and has a central anchor logo with the T and M intertwined. The letters FC for football club are on the sides of the top of the anchor, and 2015 is below the anchor to signify the founding year of the club. Three uniforms were unveiled for the new season, two of them being brand new. The home kit will remain the very popular Skyline jersey, but with the updated crest. A black away jersey featuring the historic Milwaukee Pierpoint light and the crest in an alternate black coloring was also unveiled. The third jersey is called the Cream City jersey and pictures the Milwaukee shoreline along Lake Michigan. All jerseys are produced by Hummel and can be purchased along with other merchandise featuring the new design at www.milwaukeetorrent.com. While you're there, you can also pick up season tickets for the 2021 season. Season tickets include all games for both the men and women's teams. (music) 
to discuss more about these big changes, I'd like to welcome our first ever guest here on Anchored in Milwaukee. And it's a, a very fitting gentleman to bring on as our first guest, because I think a lot of people might describe him as, you know, the heart and soul of FC Milwaukee Torrent. And that is, of course, the founder and owner of the team, Andy Davi. Andy, welcome to the show. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. It's awesome. Thanks for, thanks for doing this. This is pretty cool. So I'm excited to be the first guest. Well, and we're excited to have you. And of course, the rebrand is the big news going on right now. You launched it back in November. And I think it's fair to say that it's had a pretty positive reaction throughout the states. I mean, Hummel announced that they sold out of jerseys, the first run of jerseys in 24 hours. And even the vice governor was tweeting about it. So how have you felt about the reaction to the rebrand? Yeah, it was uh, obviously very... uh... Um, I was anxious how how this will go, um, and but I think at the end, really, I said at our phone call at the Zoom meeting when we announced that it was six months of work. It was actually seven months of work that we put in, and um, what what for me was still still amazing that that somebody who do, who isn't even from Milwaukee, um, how great of a job they did with. With, with doing all that dead work, getting all the inputs, uh, doing all those videos. Um, I was really, really amazed by this. And again, the outcome of it was, um, I hope for that outcome because there's nothing, there's nothing negative to say about it. When did you start to think it might be time for a change? Um, you will laugh about it, but already after one year. Huh. Um, because as I as I mentioned, uh, when when I started the logo or the the torrent, this needed to go really really fast because again the the NPSL approached me, um, and I didn't I had a good network at this time, but obviously not that network that I have right now, and um, and a friend helped out with that logo, but it, it was just something that wasn't created specifically for the tournament what we stand for um and it was a great logo it was our first logo we will still going to use that logo it wasn't just like i said before not enough milwaukee like and and it 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 was just yeah i don't know it it was a ladder in a circle and it was good um but I, i at the end it still took me really those five years to say I think now is the right time and maybe and maybe unfortunately corona made me made it clearer for me that now is the right time because there was nothing else going on not that we were not busy with a torrent because you're always busy but I think it was also then something that people could look forward to and you know and when you say that this anchored together after the time we go through now where people really hopefully realize what is really important in in life um that that you have your family that you have um a family and soccer that you can go um i think i i think that was really the time when 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 i started with thinking about canceling the season that i was right away in my mind maybe now is the time right away for the rebranding um, that we can put our effort in there because people think, maybe people think this is an easy thing to do, a, a rebrand. Um, there's more behind it than just, okay, here's a new logo. There's uh, 
new merchandise design. How do people react on it? Um, I mean, obviously, we had great, great help, obviously, from Germany and, and from England about this. Um, however, it, this is this is never really an easy, easy thing to do. And with the success that we have uh, with it, with the merchandise sales, with, uh, again, I mean, you can buy our jerseys. Um, I don't know if they if they have them yet, but there's a soccer store in England that bought 60 jerseys. Uh, and not everybody accomplishes that, right? With a rebranding, and uh, it was the reactions was that we got was to finish your question was what we really hoped for. Perfect. So you you decide you know a few months back, seven seven eight months back that this is the route you're going to go. You're going to go with the change. What's the what's the next step? Walk us through the process of getting this thing designed and agreed upon. So. We obviously, when, when I talked with with uh, the marketing director from Bayer Leverkusen, um, he said, obviously, you need to do something. Um, we had, for example, somebody send us, send us, we always get logos. People always send us logos. But somebody sent a logo with, um, uh, what is the state bird of the state of Wisconsin? The robin. The robin, right? A robin. You can't do that and be named the torrent. So... We didn't want to get rid of the torrent because I think also with the fire ship, the torrent has a strong name. It, it's, it is a strong name, right? Um, so it was, the first thing really was, where do we, so that you get, that you really can focus on one direction. And that was the, the water direction. What do we have around Milwaukee, Wisconsin, that, that we have with the water? And then they found out that the lighthouse that has nothing to do with the logo, but just an example, that the lighthouse gets more online downloads as a picture than the cover trapi. Because when you think Lake Mission, Lake Mission, you think probably first, more people say first the cover trapi before they say the lighthouse. However, the lighthouse is history again, right? You have it in, in the government seal, in the first government seal the lighthouse is in. Um, then talking about about how we got to the anchor um we were thinking a building putting a logo around a building is always dangerous what if something happens to that building yeah right um and they are not if you look for take the seattle sounders they have the the um, the needle it's called the needle right sky needle the sky needle they have the sky needle um, if you think about it, there are not many, it doesn't matter what sport it is, there are not many crests or logos with a building in it. Huh? Um, so, but we knew we need to have this lighthouse somehow involved just because it stands for Milwaukee, right? Um, if people, when, 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 if you take early over Lake Michigan, ships came in, the, the lighthouse was important. And then, um, then somebody said that, I don't even know who it was, I think it was Robert itself. He said, at one of the meetings, he said, we need to find somewhere where we see that, that the logo and, and uh, the people in Milwaukee are anchored together. Boom. And there it was. And then there's obviously that big anchor down in the marina. Um, the anchor stands obviously for so many things. Um, and... By looking about how many, if you think about it, how many clubs have an anchor 
in the logo, I don't know any. Yeah. Right. And that was that was the the, the other important thing that the marketing director from Bayer Leverkusen said said. You need to find a logo that when people look at it, they don't think of anything else. And look, when you look at our first logo, I, for example, I always thought of the Minnesota Twins. Oh, sure. Because because of the T, right? And when I look now at the Torrent logo, I don't think of anything else on the Milwaukee Torrent because I didn't see anything like this before. And the nice thing with, you know, the way... The way um, Robert played with the logo that the bottom is the M, the top is the T. Um, but but really to to come to come to this, the, we it took, let's say the framework of the logo. I believe was July. So from April to July was that framework. Um, we had. Then he came up with the, with the anchor pretty quickly, the shape of it. But then what font do we use? Then there was, we wanted to go really German. And then, and then there was, for example, when, when we wrote the letters in the 2015, um, the five in old German, the five looks like, looks like the, the, the S that, that was used in, in the second world war, you know, oh, sure. just, just. Yeah, you know, just because it's it's old German, you can't do that, right? I mean, obviously. Um, so um, then, then we need to find a new font. Then, then I said, um, when when they really were already in the in the process with a font, I said, you know what? We need to put now the FC in. We are a football club right now. Then thinking, is there a difference between using FC or using SC? For soccer club and i said no we are a football club um then this came in then we said okay where do we put this do we use capital letters do do we use um normal letters and i think also that we don't use capital letters with the new font that we use that's called bayan um that was that was all pretty nice and and really cool and um yeah so it it was really really a process to um to, to figure out many ideas, many Zoom meetings, many board meetings. Um, and then again, um, if if we had, um, are we going to have a logo that is a little bit more modern? Um, and we got also a few that, that were about this. But then again, we looked at it. There was, for example, one logo where I thought right away of Manchester City. Um, that's why we made that decision use a classic logo that basically even let I would say like the 80s generation, 80s, 90s generation, we can say, oh, this is cool, this is classic, but where even the younger kids, the newer generation, the millennials, where they can say, oh, this is traditionally, this is history of Milwaukee, I can identify myself. If you if you compare those two logos, the first logo, like I said, the first logo has nothing to do with Milwaukee at all, right? And for me, it was... It, it, because for us, it is obviously we need, we want that we win people who identify with the Milwaukee Torrent. Um, obviously, not an organization where the owner is a millionaire. So, who, you know, there are some clubs, they don't care how many people they have because, but we care about our fans and, and identification is obviously a big thing. And, um, and I think about this, there is now with, with the name Torrent, with the fire ship, 
with the anchor. Um, I mean, there is a lot of history that is now inside the Milwaukee Torrent. Um, but a process like that, it was, <laughs> yeah. Some some of my friends when I talk, ask you friends, say, "What what takes you so long?" I said, "Well, this is it has to be has to be perfect, right?" But so those are basically those those next steps where you decide the crest. Um, what crest did we do? Are we doing a round crest? Are we doing like the, that German shape? Those are all things that you have to look for. Mark, how can you market this? You know, um, those are all those little things that maybe nobody sees. It is a very long process if you really do this the right way. So, how many mockups do you think you went through before you settled on a final version? I was, I would say, it was close to sixty, seventy. Wow. And and the blue has remained pretty consistent throughout both logos. It, it, it's tweaked a little. Was there ever consideration of going with a completely different color scheme, or was the blue something you were going to continue with no matter what? Well, I think if you, for me, obviously, with being from Germany and Bayer Leverkusen, I, I would say I was thinking, ah, maybe we do something red and black. But again, Milwaukee Torrent, water, it has to be blue. And then again, seeing talking about identification using the same colors that are in the milwaukee flag um what was really not that much different from what we had before i think that that was the right thing to do so it it never was really in my mind using different colors just because of the identification part um i was just thinking oh maybe we do a jersey set that is red and black or something but then obviously everybody saw that ship was sailed quickly um so now we have we have obviously a red goalkeeper jersey but yeah, no, it, it was pretty clear that it has to stay that way. But that's, again, like with a, you can change the color if, if your name has to do with water and with the anchor. So really everything is about the water with, with the Milwaukee Torrent, with the name and with the logo. So then, then it was clear that the, that the color has to stay. And that was never really even discussed with the, on the board side or anything. So. And uh, you've mentioned multiple times how or creating a, a brand that spoke specifically to Milwaukee was important to you. And it's clear that that translated to the two New Jersey designs you unveiled. Can you tell us a little bit about that process? Because you have some different color schemes in there that are new to the Torrents as well. And they are very distinct jerseys as well. Yeah. So it was clear to keep the skyline. Um but I always I wanted I wanted to have something something different. I wanted to have something cool, something that that nobody had. Where I think um, that fans don't even care so much about the color of the jersey, just because it, it, it's it's the jersey that that normally every year you switch to the home of the away jersey, and uh, when we created those jerseys, that was clear that the away jersey will have the lighthouse. I wanted that 100%, but I didn't want to go with another blue jersey. And when uh, when Robin picked the the black, he said, let's do a black jersey because black jerseys are just cool. We had the women's team, they played last year in some black jerseys. We had the camp black, well, they were dark gray, light, light black jerseys. Black jerseys are, just look sharp, the color, and, and people like it. And when you see the details that that Robin was able to put on the jersey with all the wa water, with uh, with where the, the the bubbles and 
it's just an amazing job that obviously then Hummel brought really to to life with with the jerseys. And again, there's a Hummel again. I, I um, when when Hummel did this, Jeff Dubek, the president of Hummel USA, he said, "Andy, that's the best jersey Hummel ever made." Um, that was cool, and um, the map jersey was really my idea. That is something that I really that I'm also proud of because I have um, in my in my apartment for years now um, an an art or street map of Leverkusen in an art. So it's it is it's black. You see all the the map is basically in white, but it's a piece of art. Um, I also have one in small of Milwaukee here, and I just took a picture of it, and I said to him, I said. Can you put this on a jersey and he said oh man this is awesome we're going to make everything happen that this is on a jersey and it worked out well and then i did not know that the red stars did something because there was one gentleman of course you know how haters are <laughs> well this is not new but i mean that this is this is not a street map that they have the the i think it's the map of of the l of, of the it's train. it's the map of neighborhoods so it is it is not the shoreline yeah, so um, completely, and again, completely different. But I, I, I don't care. I really didn't see it. But this is how we came up with that, with that, with the idea for, for the jerseys and um, the colors for the goalkeeper jerseys was just you know how it is with goalkeeper jerseys. It has to be a different color. Uh, but I also I really like that with the street map that that green color. That is that is just nice. And you know, one one thing I asked him if he can do it, please in green, just because. Um, there's a lot of green in Wisconsin, and what you need to have stuff green, you need water. So, right, yeah. Again, with the whole combination with jerseys, we couldn't we couldn't be any happier. I mean, and also now that the jerseys are made in the U.S., um, we have really turnaround times eight till ten days that we have the jerseys. Um, what is what is great helps also the economy here a little bit. Um, I mean, if we order jerseys like we do right now because we're selling like crazy, we help the economy a lot. So some, some that we're pretty proud of. So you have some announced players and I'm sure you have some other players that you're talking with. What have, what feedback have you gotten from players who are going to be putting these jerseys on? Well, I didn't, I did obviously the players, they, uh, they loved it. The, the, I think the biggest, the biggest compliment about the jerseys was actually from Cacho and Cacho said, he's just jealous that he cannot run, <laughs> run around with those jerseys and bring crosses and play. But, um, the, the jerseys, obviously, in these days where everybody is, how should I say this, on the soccer field, also about fashion and looking good. You know, when I played, we didn't care. We just put a jersey on and played. Um, but now it's a little bit also about how you look on the field. Um, everybody was pretty happy and also the players. It's, I mean, it's a cool jersey. All three are cool. So um, now even that the skyline is, is one year old, but it's still a cool jersey. And if you can walk around or play in a jersey, that that really um, stands for the city you play in, for the club you play in. That's also something that is really nice. And from a fashion point, nice colors, nice cuts. So they're all happy. So you've also spoke about the name change, and you talked about the difference between FC and SC and why it was important to you. Uh, I think one question some some people may ask is is why make the change at all? Because it's it's a small change, but it's obviously one that was important to you. Yes. Um, for once, it's because there are still many people out who do not know what the Milwaukee Torrent is. Okay, um, 
second of all, I wanted, I always wanted that it's that it's called a football club, but we were not a club before. I mean, a club is not one team, you know. Um, and I mean, there were when when a few years I remember a few years ago, there was a thing on Twitter where somebody from Detroit actually said why don't call yourself FC maybe then you have more people coming and one of those fans said from Detroit and it's always, it's always amazed me how many people from Detroit discuss the torrent <laughs> um, well he is right they're not a club they're only there it's only one team and where I and as you know I sometimes I don't bite my tongue where I just answer back well, you have only one team and you call yourself Detroit City FC. Um, but to come to come back to, to that point is where I didn't feel we were a club because with one team you're not a club. And with the with the addition then um, with the addition then with the women's team, it was still okay, let's see how this goes with the women one year, second year. But now with really getting the super Y in having all this stuff with the boys and girls club, we are a club. And this is why I said, okay, when we do rebranding, we call us now FC uh, because we are a football club. And that's, that's why I didn't do it from the beginning. Cause I di it didn't feel that we are a club yet. Perfect. Perfect. Well, you know, lastly, I just wanted to give you a chance if there were any unsung heroes in the, the creation process of this, that you just want to give a, a shout out to that helped you along the way. Well, of course, most of it it's it's Robin from Custom Custom Club. Uh, he did an un, un, unbelievable job about this, uh, and even that he's in England. Whenever I called him, and he, he went right away on Zoom, said this. Um, I, I would like to 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 say thanks to to Florian Dederich from from Bayer Leverkusen, who gave us some advice about about the stuff. He's a marketing director, and then of course our board. I mean, um, Manny Solman, Jen Scherer. Bonnie Peplinski and Chris Norton um, with really getting behind this, understanding this, what it is. I mean, again, it was something that didn't come from me, um, that where we always, where we got a presentation, a uh, PowerPoint presentation, and yeah, obviously it was it was an easy decision with one, with, with some other things, doing an old school logo or a more modern logo, but um and with you, when you have like five different characters on the board, it's five different people, but we were always at the same page. Everybody appreciates the opinion of the others. But again, there was nothing where we really struggled with or were really at a different opinion. So um, yeah, those guys did all an amazing job, but mostly obviously Robin in England. That was just tremendous. Well, congratulations, because so far the rebrand's been a great success, and everyone is looking forward to seeing it on the field in 2021. Now's the point in the show where we are going to take your questions, and if you would like to submit a question in the future for another edition of Anchored in Milwaukee, you can reach out to us via Twitter, at MKETorrent, or via the Facebook page, for the Milwaukee Torrent. So we have two questions today. And our first question for owner Andy Dobby was submitted by Justin Hetland. And it says, uh, the Torrents have had a successful relationship with Bayer Leverkusen in Germany. Do you think one day you can convince them to come to Milwaukee for a game? That would be, that would be great. Um, 
obviously I'm in conversations at once a month, every two months with them. Um, but obviously I cannot say too much about this. Of course, I went to them and said, Hey, what do you think if, um, they don't know, they didn't visit the U S now for, I think the last time they were in Florida four or five years ago, that was when Chicharito still plays here. Um, obviously I can tell you this without, without saying, uh, without uh, blowing a secret, they just published last week that Bayer Leverkusen will invest more in the U S market. Um, I don't, maybe some of you can now read between the lines. Um, what what that maybe means um but so they they will for sure for sure look for more options how to brand better in the u.s um will we be a part of this we will see wait and see and our second question is from bryce langley and bryce asks what is your most important goal for the torrent in 2021 um applying for third division I mean, that would be off the field, applying uh, for third division. Um, on the field will be, I, I don't know which, if he means on and off the field, I just make it a double header now, a double question. Um, so off the field, again, uh, applying for the third division status. On the field, I think with the money we invest, um, we need to win championships. We need to win games. Um, also for the sponsors, we get, we get sponsors who support us tremendously um financially and and on the side team behind the team um it, it's it's never never really really easy but um um we need to win championships and and this year for sure the the biggest goal for for myself and for Cacho is that we that we start to winning the division and the region so yeah i like those goals Andy Davi, owner and founder of FC Milwaukee Torrent, thank you for joining us today on our first ever episode of Anchored in Milwaukee, the official podcast of FC Milwaukee Torrent. Before we go, do you have any final message you want to share with fans? Well, just the appreciation, again, of sticking with us through those hard times. Um, we were really sorry that we that we couldn't play. It, I still believe, and I know it was the right decision, Um I just hope we could bring you some joy with the stuff we did in between with the rebranding. Um, as you all know, we're very active on social media. Um, so thanks for sticking with us. And we're looking forward in 2021. As you see, um, the the players will be announced now. And um, yeah, they're, they're good things to come. Season ticket sale is great. Thank, thanks to everybody out there for, for getting the season ticket. Thanks for all the merchandise uh, purchases that we had. Uh, that is great and uh, and yeah so um on on another note for me now is still um per personally again if if you guys order food and stuff sober men's good food good drinks they help they help or they still supported the torrent when 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 some bars didn't um make it i make it pretty pretty clear here um so they still stuck with us and said, you know, they do a good thing with all the stuff that we do for the kids because um, we also still did our stuff and had our cost. And um, if you ever look for good, good food and good drinks, Silverman's the place to go.
With that, we have come to the conclusion of the first episode. So we want to thank you for listening. We greatly appreciate it. If you want to help the podcast, you could leave a rating, write a review, or most importantly, tell a friend. The purchase of your 2021 season tickets or the latest gear with the new FC Milwaukee Torrent logo is available. So please visit www.milwaukeetorrent.com. If you'd like to submit a question, again, just hit us up on Twitter at MKE Torrent or the FC Milwaukee Torrent Facebook page. I've been your host, Luke Neitzel. This episode was produced and edited by Jaden Stevenson, and we'll be back for episode two in two weeks. So until then, stay anchored together. <laughs>